Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. I've got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Well, we made it, guys. The end of the week is here. We are one week away from Super Bowl 54, but let's get into the top headlines right now. And, Joe, you mentioned it earlier in the show. Antonio Brown, he probably was watching our show and watching my pleas for him to get help because he turned himself in last night at 10 p.m. He was accompanied by lawyers and friends, and he was wearing a turquoise suit. Very, very interesting style choice for uh, walking into a jail. Um, But he faces charges of felony burglary with battery, burglary of an unoccupied conveyance, and criminal mischief. And Joe, you said that's minimum 30 years in in, in prison? Uh, Uh, I mean... It, in it comes with one of those because uh, it's a felony and it comes with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it's he 30 have, like, years. Because so. some right. of them are like they, three strikes, too. Sure. I don't know what his yeah. previous record is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if he's got felonies if on his record. He's got any three yeah, yeah, it would be three felonies. But, yeah, they um, they look at 30 years for that kind of charge, period. So uh-huh. uh, I, he could first so time offender. Of three strikes and you're out rule, huh? You're aware of the three strikes rule, Joe? I know it very well. Yes. Okay. I know it very well. Yep. Why well, I don't so. buy tonight anymore. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, apparently it's not something they take. Uh, it's one of those crimes that they try to eliminate because it happens far too often. Sure. He'd have been better off just with the robbery charge, is basically what they're saying. Sure. But he just had to push the button and push the envelope. Got to throw a yeah. rock, though, right, AB? Got to throw a rock. Yeah, he just had gotta to get... Throw, you got to have battery included, now you're screwed. Yeah, essentially. Yep. Get into the yep. get into the truck with the guy and try to force him out. It was not a good scene. So, uh, he's out. Like, dude, what? Oh. Yeah, it was it was a, basically a terrible scene. And on top of that, he's still under investigation for the sexual misconduct cases. The NFL is still investigating that and not giving any uh, leeway towards it. They're not going to... Looks like there's no end in sight. Um, so this is just a complete and total... Uh, S show for Antonio Brown. He's also, guys, he filed eight grievances against the Raiders and the, and the Patriots. He, he, those were filed before he, he left the league. He's seeking about $40 million in lost salary, in, in bonuses, and guaranteed money in the contracts well, that he made. But I think since his violation of those contracts, he doesn't deserve that guaranteed money, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that, I don't think he has much of a leg to Yeah, exactly, because of his own, his own actions that caused him to yeah. leave the league, it's like that's violation of your contract. So. I think it's pretty clear. Um, so Antonio Brown, I mean, congratulations on getting help, but, I mean, prayers up. Whew. Let's see uh, if those 30 years end up being 30 actual years. Sticking with the NFL, Ooh. guys, we heard about this earlier in the week, and today is the official day. Eli Manning is officially calling it a career after 16 seasons and two Super Bowl MVPs. The conference will be uh, taking place today, Friday, at 11 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Eli Manning now 39 years old. He's only one of five players in NFL history with two, uh, at least two, Super Bowl MVPs. He ties, uh, well, he's in company with Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, and Bart Starr. Uh, And this is a quote from John Mara, uh, owner of the Giants, saying, for 16 seasons, Eli Manning defined what it is to be a New York Giant both on and off the field. Mm. He won Walter Payton Man of the Year, I believe, back in 2016. Uh, Eli is one of the very best players in our franchise's history, and I think that's true. I mean, you think of the Giants, you think of Lawrence Taylor, but, I mean, Eli Manning. Paramount Rushmore? It's Eli. He is no doubt on there. Without you got to have LT doubt. on there. you got to have guys like, mm-hmm. what, like Frank Gifford from mm-hmm. back in the day. 
LT uh, Frank Eli, Eli definitely deserves a spot. No, Eli it's the, deserves a spot. You know, nobody talks about it too. It's the the Iron Man too. The aspect yeah. that the dude never missed a day's Listen, work. Like it's you know, right. nobody talks about that. But it's like guys, you know, for sixteen years. One said the greatest ability is availability. Is availability. Yeah, exactly right. correct. Well, well that man into the lineup, you know, for fifteen years <laughs> yep. or whatever. Same Absolutely. thing with Jeter. You know, that's what we're saying mm-hmm. in New York also, Joe, mm-hmm. like the yep. dependability on a number of levels, both on and off the field. You know, people don't put as much value to that these days. But mm-hmm. when you're talking about 16 years, 20 years, yeah. I mean, yep. that's saying you, something. You, it's kind of like you don't know what you have until it's gone. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm sure they Daniel Jones, but I imagine the Giants will have more than a few quarterbacks oh, yeah. in the next six. Without a doubt. Daniel Jones ready to take command of the New York. I think Daniel Jones already missed more games than Eli did in 16 years. So yeah, that tells you everything you need to know, guys. There you go. Yep. Now Daniel's got to go 17 seasons to take down Eli's records. So. Yes, that's correct. There you yep. go, Daniel. Nice uh, nice goal set for you uh, for your mm. NFL future. Guys, he also finishes seventh in NFL passing yards, touchdowns, and completions. He has a mm-hmm. perfect 500 win-loss record. Uh, to finish his career. So congratulations to Eli on a job well done. Uh, yeah. The question we have up for the show today is, in fact, is, is he Eli a Hall of Famer? Famer. Um, so you can get on that at FNTSY Radio, at Spit and Speeds, at Joe Ranieri. Yes, no, or just his aw shucks face. <laughs> I think yeah. I think you got to give it to him just because of the uh, the two Super Bowls. So, um you it's know, trending. Two Super Bowl MVPs. Two Super Bowl MVPs, exactly. Preventing <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. a perfect season as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And beating the uh, greatest team ever. So, congratulations. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Really quick, guys. The Lakers took down the Nets 128 to 113. LeBron James, 10th triple double of the season. Mm-hmm. He is set to surpass Kobe Bryant for the NBA's all time scoring list. Guys, they play in Philly on Saturday. That's where Kobe yep. was born. And it's yep. just a great, great story. So LeBron, 17 points behind Kobe. We'll see if he does it this weekend. Going to mm-hmm. send it off to the crew on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash Can I own a for Gales the weekend. Next? Don't go nowhere. The Sports Grid Network. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. to do that has his own theme song there uh one of my uh, all-time favorite shows by the way uh maxwell uh smart agent 99 the whole nine get smart and that's exactly what we look to do college hoops one man we turn to maxwell smart of course him and the entire crew over at the uh at the keg the sports keg uh, we always appreciate their time yeah. and uh nobody i could turn to better uh, to talk some uh, Iona Gales basketball here tonight in a minute, uh, Maxwell. But uh, welcome in here, brother, on a Friday. I uh, want to get your thoughts on a little bit of what we uh, what we continue to see across the board. Uh, even last night, uh, look at this. Uh, Michigan State loses uh, for the 67th time now this season alone. We're watching a ranked opponent lose to an unranked opponent. And uh, this time should be no shock on the road. Michigan State uh, falls to uh, Indiana. And it's, 
I mean, it's it really is one of the most confusing and uh, irritating, I would say, maybe uh, problematic uh, for a lot of betters this year, trying to figure out who's who. If you can only win at home, it's not a good thing, Maxwell, but maybe it's a good thing for betters if they hop on. Absolutely. I think that uh, when we look at these rankings, we have to remember how these numbers are assigned. And they're assigned by guys that write about the teams and do not bet on the teams, do not put their hard-earned money on the teams, and don't have models and number value when they uh, make these prognostications. So um, when I look at a ranked team versus a non-ranked team, I put that number aside, I cap the teams, and usually I go against those ranked teams because there is value there and there is a public perception that um, that is the right side to be on each game. Yeah, it's amazing, Max, what a number inside parentheses can do to the mind of the public. I want to ask you something, though, Max, and this is a kind of zoom-out question, okay? It feels to me like this year, there is no, we've talked about it with Joe, there is no Zion Williamson. There is no superstar blue chip team. So if I want this to be the year for a mid-major team to truly crack through, you know, like Final Four, like a VCU or a Butler, or even get to the championship game, or even tear down the Nets, do you see the viability, Max, of any of these smaller schools actually getting all the way? I mean, San Diego State still undefeated. A school like Dayton, maybe even a school like Seton Hall in, in kind of like the American Conference or a Butler. As I look at the top 20, you know, there are some of these mid-major teams. Do any of them have a shot in this year where maybe there's parity, maybe there's not a monster team? Do they got a shot to go all the way? I think that if we're going to see a team like that emerge this year with so much parity in this in the D1 basketball, it's going to come from the A10. I look at okay. teams like VCU. I look at teams like Rhode Island. These are teams that definitely have the makeup to win in March. They do have experience. They do have good ball handling. They do have inside-out scoring. I think – when we get to the tournament, it really comes down to matchups. That's how Loyola was able to get to the Final Four. It was a matchup-based situation that allowed them to prevail. I think that um, it's really going to come down to what we see the seedings in March and where the individual matchups are. But from a conference perspective, the A-10 is the one that I look to make the biggest difference. And it's uh, it's a big weekend here. A limited card. We'll go. We'll start going through some of these games here in a minute. But I want to get your thoughts. The uh, the annual Big Twelve SEC Challenge uh, taking place here tomorrow. And the team at the top. I can't wait to watch this game. Um, Baylor, number one Baylor in many aspects, taking on uh, taking on Florida, who is finally it seems uh, have figured it out. They have finally uh, put it together. It's taken them a little while, but the right combinations and Florida is, uh, is no joke. And I, everyone keeps waiting for Baylor and the shoe to fall off here. But, you know, I'm watching this Baylor team. They got shooters. They play amazing defense. They got depth. Um, Baylor's a legitimate shot. This is a legitimate number one seed that nobody's uh, given any love here. How big a test is this for them against Florida tomorrow? I think it's definitely a big test, especially um, situationally with Florida being able to make that comeback against LSU only to fall by two. I think mm -hmm. that Baylor, when you look at them, they are fundamentally sound. Um, Freddie Gillespie is coming on strong. I think that with Maceo T coming off the bench and Jared Butler, these are guys that are ready to win on the road. We've seen them win on the road. I have this game lined as a one-point 
uh, game. Mm. I would actually line it towards Florida, but I will be on Baylor. Baylor is so on the road against Washington that they're ready to go, make a play in any environment, and the swamp will be no different on Saturday. Hey, Max, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you your thoughts about the K-State-KU brawl that took place earlier in the week. Not only, you know, kind of how pathetic and horrible it is, but if we spin it forward, because you're talking about the Big 12, who in that conference stands to benefit the most if multiple players are out for the Jayhawks or if they have staggered suspensions that run for a while, even potentially into a conference tournament? You know Baylor's there. But what about squads like a West Virginia, like a Texas Tech? Who stands to benefit the most because the Jayhawks are likely to be compromised over the next month? I think that if you want to compare Texas Tech and West Virginia, I would probably say West Virginia. I like the fact that they have a lot more depth, they're more consistently offensive, and they're able to mix up using the press and trapping defense. I think that Texas Tech on paper looks great, but we've seen the results so far. It's a little Jekyll and Hyde. I think you get a little more consistency from West Virginia. And I think that matchup-wise against Kansas specifically, that's where they have more of the advantage with Culver and Oscar Tishwebe inside. All right, let's dive into some of these uh, games here on the card today, uh, Maxwell. We'll start because we got a bunch of uh, Iona Gales in the uh, the pit here, former uh, Iona Gales uh, alum. Mm. Uh, And it's not been good, man. I mean, we're talking about a team that has either played in the NIT or the tournament every year since 2012. And they just it's a down year. They're going up against a a Canisius team here that is um, ferocious on defense at times, loves to steal, take away, uh, take away the ball going up against Iona team who is careless with the ball. That's not a good recipe, not to mention Canisius getting three in the uh, in the hind center. Who do you like in this game tonight? Yeah, I'm going with the road dog in this spot. I think that Canisius is on this three-game winning streak. This is what they've done um, in Mac Ball. I think that when you're scoring over over 85 points a game, it suits the style of play against Iona. I think that with Iona, you have to worry about Isaiah Washington and Tejon Agee getting into foul trouble and then stretching their limited depth. They don't have Tim Clueless. That's definitely impacted it because on paper, this team should have been uh, should be a first-place team and should be a possible tournament team coming out of the Metro Atlantic. I think that it's going to really come down to Jocko Fritz, the six foot ten, hundred ninety pound freshman, and how he does in his individual matchup against Tajon Agee. But when you have a senior point guard like Malik Johnson, um, this guy's going to give you 20 points. He's going to distribute the ball. And he's going to get on the glass as a little man. I think that Canisius goes in and uh, wins this game. For show purposes, I will take them plus three and a half. But I do think that um, with Reggie Weatherspoon and his team scoring over 80, they're 30 and 9 under his four seasons under the helmet. All right, give us your best bet. We got about 60 seconds here. Give us the best bet of the night, Max. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to Maris and Siena. Pretty much, this is what it is. Siena's calling themselves out on their lack of defense. We've seen a major. difference in defense on the road and at home. I expect Siena to be able to um, slow down Maris from the three-point line. I expect them to penetrate the bucket, and I expect them to um, lock down this game and keep it in the low 60s. So under 132 is going to be the play on Siena, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing a reversal of fortune when it comes to scoring the basketball for both these teams.
Oh, look at that, man. All right, so we got an under. We got we're going against the Iona Gales. I love it. Right. All good, and we're uh, we're back in uh, we're back in Baylor uh, tomorrow at best. So Max, appreciate the time, brother. Is always always a pleasure talking hoops with you guys. Make sure you're following him. Uh, great Twitter follow at uh, at one of the nine thousand handles he has now. But uh, you guys can figure it out. He knows they're up on the screen. Uh, good luck with the plays there, Max. Appreciate the time as always, brother. Crush it this weekend. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, Max. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great day. You too, man. All right, Max Smart there. So we got under in uh, Maris Siena, yeah. under 132. Um, yep. And unfortunately, and I agree and with him. On FanDuel, but yeah, I'll I don't trust I, Iona. It's just, yeah, I'll take the three points with Canisius. I'm good to go. Sorry about that. Sorry, Fasano. I don't even think Fasano's betting them, so I think we're okay yeah. there. Oh, I actually so. might take them back down against you the wall. Iona as a uh, home favorite. I like it. I got side bet. Loose, no problem. I'm smelling side bet. We might have to put that up. Coming up. That's it. Put, put it where your mouth is. Let's go, Fasano. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Just a reminder, make sure you are uh, telling us, following us, subscribing to us on YouTube. This is Sports Grid Network. Get all the sports waging and fantasy advice you need uh, all the time. One spot there on YouTube as we stream to you 24-7 Sports Grid Network. Also on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Make sure you uh, hit us up there and tail. And keep in mind, guys, uh, we had mentioned it there. Farmers uh, insurance open happening right now. Uh, and maybe, just maybe, um, and this is probably the wrong read, but do not forget there because it applies to both. DailyRoto.com not only can give you the opportunity to dominate in, uh, in DFS when it comes to golf, it can also most definitely Help you dominate in DFS when it comes to the NBA. And listen, we want you to dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings. That's the whole point of what's going on here. And you can compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer. It does have the most accurate projections available in the NBA DFS world. You get lineup alerts. You get breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. You can save 10% now by getting that optimizer and getting the advice by using that code DUNK. That's dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. Dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. That'll get you access to that optimizer. And it is no joke, guys. And remember, dailyroto.com, that is where, there it is. Look at that, NBA optimizer. It's a, it's That's actually a little nicer than that. Just use that word DUNK, damn it. Get DUNK in there and get yourself the, uh, the optimizer. And remember, dailyroto.com is where millionaires are made. And, uh, and Dane, it's going to be a, uh, the pro bowl is coming up, uh, of course, uh, this weekend here, we had a chance to watch some dodgeball yesterday, which is always fun. Uh, yeah. And we got, uh, of course, uh, we got a whole lot of hundreds of them, uh, have come out guys, as far as the prop bets go. And, uh, we touched base on a few of the ones, uh, earlier that are, are making the, the moving and the shaking and the, uh, the initial wave of, uh, pro bets uh, certainly yeah. pushed the numbers mine, down. 
yeah, there's some value in, and, and I can't help but to look at some of the things that have moved from the opening numbers to where they are. Um, I can't help but to think that maybe uh, the first wave is telling us that Lower we could game. be getting a little less scoring, um, yep. a little less, or at least a little less um, dominance of the passing games, right. uh, certainly from Kansas City. And uh, any anticipation of Jimmy G uh, just dropping back 40 times, 50 times, doesn't sound like that's what they think is going to happen here. Yeah, remember, we, we say use all this information to triangulate and tell the story, right? And both quarterbacks' uh, completions drop. Their yardage yep. drops. The amount of touchdowns combined in the game drops, okay? That all profiles clearly to a lower-scoring game. So the question is, Joe, I still the game total is still the same, though. I see 54-and-a-half, yeah. actually, as mm-hmm. the game total. So it's interesting that in the prop market, it looks like it's being uh, – suppressed on some level but the overall total for the game is still not necessarily changing remember also i gave out one yesterday that i was leaning towards that i kind of liked joe Mm -hmm. remember i thought about over two and a half players with a pass attempt yes right um that yesterday was plus 240 and i liked it today it's plus 175 joe wow just like that huh yep just. Yep, I should have got it yesterday. I was at the book yesterday, too, for our, mm-hmm. uh, our uh, staff meeting and stuff. And I was like, ah, maybe I should get it. And I was like, ah, I'll wait a little bit. And it seems like conventional wisdom agreed with me. I should have got it then. You should. Uh, there is a, a couple of tried and true prop bets, guys, that uh, should absolutely be bet here. It should be bet all throughout the playoffs. But if you you haven't had a chance and you missed out, Always remember this one. Put it at the uh, at the top of the list, and it has really been one of the most profitable in Super Bowls. In fact, I know guys that bet this every year, hands down. It's the first thing they, they bet, and they always seem to cash this. And it's will either team score three straight times? Right. And you are looking at yes, somewhere around that minus two sixty, two sixty five. The no is plus two hundred. Guys, you are always going. Yes, here. And if you look at the numbers since 2003 in the playoffs alone, right, uh, there have been 36 playoff games with an over under of 50 or higher in that time. And a team has scored three straight times in 25 of those 36 guys. That is a 70 percent success rate by hitting yes in those spots in playoff games. Now, if it's under, let's say 55, if you got anything under 55, Yes, has gone 10 and 2 since that same time. So if you put it together, guys, that we're looking, uh, we are looking like. um, You're talking about 75% almost, three quarters. You got about 75% across the board. uh, And this this is probably going to get to 55 uh, at some particular point. I don't know that it's going to close there, but this has been. You talk about it opening up at 51 and a half. It's been bet up to 54 and a half, like you said, in some spots there. There are some places that anticipate a total of at least 56 on a lot of different power ratings that I'm seeing. Uh, Some guys are banking on it being lower. They're just waiting to see how ridiculous the public gets with it. But when you look at it, Dane, I mean, just the, the, the margin here of all playoff games you know, yeah. 120 and 66, uh, all playoff games since 2003, period. All of them 
120 and 66, almost 65%. We've seen it. And then obviously when you get into the 50 points or more or the, uh, or the under 55 or over 55, rather, I mean, the 75% guys, it's ridiculous. Like if you're not betting this prop right now, it's like, stop what you're doing. Just go bet. Yeah. Put a couple of bucks. Yeah, I know it's minus 250 or whatever it is. Um, go bet it, guys, because those kinds of odds of a uh, of a positive outcome like this on a bet thing, it, it, there aren't many of these on the board, shall we say. Right, and that's, Joe, that's what value is, right? Mm-hmm. The likelihood of it to happen and the gap of where the number is on it. That's what value yep. is. So, you know, one of my original things when you said uh, the number on it, I was like, oh, you're willing to stomach you know, minus 280 on it, whatever, you know. Right. Um, but then when you tell me it hits at three quarters of the time, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, because that in essence is minus three to one is 75%, correct. right? Yep. So that's how you have to look at it. What is that to establish the EV, to establish mm-hmm. the value. And then when you think about it from a just football standpoint, there's so many ways that can happen, right? One oh, of these yes. teams get out early. That's a way garbage time at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. That's a way. And then basically what the New England Patriots have hung their hat on for a decade. Also, remember, they go mm-hmm. in at the, they score at the end of the first half and get the ball at the beginning of the third quarter and try and double down. That's that's why teams defer the coin flip. All right. Yep. So there's a big opportunity for that right around halftime as well. And uh, it bears uh, repeating, those of you that uh, might be uh, new to the show, new to uh, sports investing, uh, exactly what we're talking about there is why it is so important when you have a bet that you like like this, like a prop bet in this particular game that you're going, all right, I've got to find a place to go ahead and uh, and make this bet. Yeah, you need to shop around because the numbers are going to be different all over the place. If you are convinced that this is the side of the bet that I want to be on, there is no reason to settle for just one place, guys. Go around, find it, save yourself 15, 20 cents, whatever it may be, five cents. You're always in the long run looking to be able to. It may not seem like a big deal going from minus 265 and I got it at minus 255. It's only 10%, but yeah, guys. That's the whole point. Like you want to yeah. save that and get that to the bottom because that's all that's pure profit. Then at that point, if you are in the uh, if you're on the right side, so do yourself it's a favor. Too, shop know? it. Yeah, shop Absolutely. it, guys. Yeah, it's, it's so worth shopping. All of these and your profit. risk on the seconds on all the bad side. Them. Yeah, Absolutely. all of them, guys. Do not settle. And and really, the beautiful part about this day is now in 2020, you don't have to settle. There's no reason for you have to uh, to have to settle. I mean, if you are in New Jersey right now, but why? What's what's your excuse? You know, and plus, don't forget the more the more places there are in that marketplace, the better it is for you and me for the betters. Why? They're competing for the business. So it's like when Starbucks comes in and there's a new yes. uh, a mom and pop coffee shop. You know, this yep. is capitalism, people. You know, options yep. are a beautiful thing for the consumer. This is also mm-hmm. why, Joe, a lot of yep. these, you know, books that are popping up, we've talked about it, right? Like the the refund bonus, the bad karma bonus, the bad beat yep. bonus. They yep. have to do all that because they have competition for your dollars in the marketplace. Yep. Absolutely correct. And uh, it's... um. <sighs> You know it's going to, especially with these two these two teams, uh, it could be, you could actually win this prop at Dane in the first quarter. Like, honestly, you could, it could be right there. By the second quarter, it could be all done. I mean, hell, it even hit last year. And what was the score? 
13 to 3? 13 to 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had three consecutive scores in that game, and it even cashed last year. So you got that opportunity. And I know uh, what's uh, Fasano also likes the um, players with a pass attempt. Uh, two yeah. and a half, or yeah, you like that one over two and a half? I did. I said it yesterday, but that's what I said. It was like 230 yesterday, and it's down to 175 now. Yeah, yeah, but you, that, he loves that, man. Fasano uh, absolutely loves that uh, that prop bet, too. Um, like and remember this too. It's also important to remember guys, you cannot, you cannot parlay prop bets. Okay. Right. So don't think you're going to combine a bunch of you. They're individual bets. The, uh, the books are not letting you, uh, parlay prop bets. That would be right. great, but they're not going to give themselves, uh, they're not going to give themselves that kind of liability. So no parlaying, but, uh, Fasano and, uh, and Dana are on that same one over on two it. and a half at Point. Little Debo Samuel throw, little Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill throwing the ball, little Philly special action. How do you think it's broken up? What do you mean? Is it two like like two from the Chiefs, two different guys on the Chiefs. What are you Doesn't thinking? Matter. All <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know the two quarterbacks, right? And then I think you know Andy Reid, Shanahan. They got a trick up their sleeve. I think it's a Tyreek Hill reverse pass or a Debo. The guy I'm looking at really is Debo Samuel. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Outside of the starting quarterbacks, or did the starting quarterbacks count? No, the starting quarterbacks count. It's the amount of players with an attempt. That's why it's two and a half. But you're already at two, so the question is, will somebody else attempt one out of them? Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. here on a uh, on a Friday. Yeah, a little island in a stream. Come on, go a little Kenny and uh, and Dolly, damn it. <laughs> the prop betting market, but uh, plenty of opportunities, guys, uh, this weekend. NBA, college hoops, you got the Pro Bowl. I'm looking at it, I'm going, hey, listen, am I going to bet the, uh, we know what the odds are, right? They and the percentages are, it's, a, it's an underdog world. It's a under- uh, world in the Pro Bowl, so I I do think it's almost a pick'em, is it not in the Pro Bowl? I don't think it's moved much. It was like one one and a half. half. I think I saw one one and a half recently. Half, I'll yeah. check it up again. Yeah, and you I do think the also... NFC is the favorite. Yeah, I got to bring it back up. I'm frozen over here. I'll tell you in a second. One thing I will say, Joe, DFS is interesting for the Pro Bowl, Joe. Um, yes. Almost similar, like to uh, like. preseason where you can get a couple of leans. Like, if you got a, a Kirk Cousins in there and a Kyle Rudolph, like, he has familiar targets, you know? It's an interest. We talk about stacks all the time. It's yeah. interesting because, you know, that's where they're going to go. But right now, Joe, uh, AFC is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and we've had some movement on the total. We're up to 51-and-a-half. This was below 50 earlier, Love so it. this one's moving up. 
Love that. That means uh, I'm getting plate of percentages. I'm going to hit the under, and I'm back in the uh, the NFC here, Dan. There's no point, and if it ain't broke, don't hey, fix it. Sure, go ahead. If it ain't broke, give it to me. Give me that. Give me the point and a half. I am good to go, even though Kirk Cousins is going to be uh, our quarterback there. And, uh, who are the starting quarterbacks? Is it Russell or is it Drew? Yep. Uh, I think Russell. I think but I'm Russell, not positive. Right? Yeah, and remember, look at who they have together, right? If you're playing in the DFS route, you know, so like uh, Russell and Tyler Lockett, like he's going to the familiar targets, people. They mm-hmm. uh, they know how they run their routes. They know what the back shoulder, uh, you know, is like with guys. That, that Once I did it with, I think it was Cousins and Rudolph, or maybe it was Mahomes mm. and Kelsey last year. That sort of combination will have some uh, good DFS. And then they have the DFS slate. That's the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl combined. You know, okay. like that's the two games for the slate. And I'll just say, take the kicker in the Pro Bowl, people. Interesting. I like that. And also the uh, the props for the the field goal, too. Uh, how many, as a matter of fact, that was one of the ones that uh, that I saw came out was how many, um, I think it's one and a half for each guy, whether it be Gould or for uh, uh, how many how many field goals will each one of those guys kick. And the numbers were actually pretty, the price was actually pretty good. I mean, you had, let me see, one and a half. Golden, uh, uh, yeah, so you had uh, uh, Gould is one minus 120. So one and a half 120, yes. Yeah, for over uh, over one and a half minus one forty, under minus one twenty. Butker is over one and a half minus two hundred, under one and a half plus one seventy five. So they're anticipating maybe a little more um, cross midfield for uh, Kansas City, yeah. and then but listen, Robbie Gold is over yeah, one and a half minus one forty. Um, hell yeah, hell why not? I mean, how many I field got- goals you think in this game? I could see both of these guys with two. Four, so four all together, right? Yeah, two apiece? Yeah. If I was hanging a combined line, I'd hang it at three and a half. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think both there's some value in both uh, both overs there. Unless, like yeah, Tennessee was the only anomaly because Tennessee never kicked field goals and you didn't know what you were going to get. But uh, we've seen both – Robbie Gould is, uh, let's face it, he, you know, he's he been around the block here, and they've both been uh, kind of clutch. How about if Mahomes throws an interception? What do you got it at? Yes is plus 130. No is minus 150. Listen, for things like this, Joe, I'm looking just at plus numbers that I like. You know there what you I mean? Go. I'm I, not I, trying to find what I think on every bet. I'm trying to find something that's in the plus 150 to plus 250 range that I'm like, yeah, that 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 could happen. Like my more than two players throwing a pass that I mentioned, right? Yeah, it went from 240 to 175, but I still think it's going to happen. I like it. I'm not going to bet every prop. I'm going to find the ones that are in plus money and ranges that I like, and I'm just going to hammer those. So there's plenty of props that are stayaways from me, and that's right. one of them, Joe. The uh, the MVP question is always uh, it's always going to be talked about from now through the game. So here's oh, what you man. need to know about it. Since 2000, we've got a quarterback winning the award 12 times. So Brady's won it four. Right. Uh, let's see who Foles won it. Flacco, Eli twice. Uh, we've been talking about Aaron Breeze and Kurt Warner. So since 2000, what do we got? 19. So we've gotten six uh, six times uh, that it's. 
gone the other way, and that's been Julian Edelman, Santonio Holmes, Hines Ward, Dion Branch. And then you got the other four have been defensive. So it, it has been Ray Lewis, Dexter Jackson, Malcolm Smith, and Von Miller. But you don't forget Malcolm. Yeah, remember that with uh, Malcolm yeah. Smith? We were all like, who? Um, yeah. So it has happened as far as defense goes. So 12-4-4 outside of, and remember we said, will it be a quarterback? I think that was one of the props. Will be 12-8, right? So that'd be like what? A 60% for the quarterback. It's not a, you know, it's not a sure thing by any stretch of the uh, the imagination. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, if it's going to be the defense, probably going to be a 49er, no? Yeah. You got Nick Boza, 33 to 1. Ooh, you got Sherman, 85 to 1 for Sherman. Really? The Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, 65 like to 1. I like him, man. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. That's exactly right. what like, he's a total ball hawk and can dominate. And then, like you said, to your point, Nick Bosa, if Nick Bosa contains or somehow gets to, you know, we talked about lack of sacks right on this team. Yeah. So while if uh, if a guy like Nick Bosa can get that's how it happened with Von Miller and uh, during the thing, yes. they just dominated that side of scrimmage. So sack too. Yes. You strip yes. And score, yeah. You know, that kind yep. of thing. One yep. big play. If this is a very close game, I got to tell you, Joe. This these stats that you were telling me the twelve four and four, right? That hurts me. I don't like it, Joe. I think Why? I was telling you last week because oh, I was telling right. you, that's right. I was telling you that with my hedges of Green Bay and the NFC and Kansas City, right. the way I tried to skin the cat were 49er MVPs, and I love some that I got. You know, so I'm sitting in Newark Airport in this great state of New Jersey on the way down to Miami, Beautiful. Joe. Beautiful. Last Thursday, and I was like, oh, let me see some guys for San Francisco MVP. And at this time last week, Joe, so remember, these teams even had to just win the NFC Championship game as a factor for the odds. I got Tevin Coleman, Debo Samuel, and Raheem Mostert. And that's the one I'm really excited about. Okay? But I got all three of them, Joe. All three of them were at 55 to 1. Okay? And all... Coleman is still 50 to 1. Debo's now 24 to 1. Raheem Mostert is all the way down to the third choice. At mm-hmm. eight to one, and I got him at fifty-five to one. So I'm all excited about that, Joe. But you just said twelve quarterbacks, four defensive, you one and back, four wideouts. You didn't give me a damn <laughs> running back in the lot. No, nothing in the RB category since two thousand. But, but the San Francisco 49ers are the kind of team. See yes, the absolutely. NFC Championship absolutely. game where if they yep. win, Jimmy yep. G goes seven for eleven. He ain't getting it. Raheem Mostar yep. goes twenty-three for two eighty and two touchdowns. I still feel all right with my non-quarterback for the Niners. Still no, and it's funny too because we've seen. Uh, how about tight ends? No, I mean uh, Kelsey yeah. and Kittle are definitely going to be Listen, popular. We haven't seen a tight end either, Kelsey but yet and Kittle. You know, I, and by the way, if Gronk hadn't won one, geez. Um, That's what I'm saying. Don't yeah. you, aren't Kelsey and Kittle like the era parents to Gronk? Not only in not only in on the field performance, but in mm-hmm. off the field personality, right? Like, aren't yeah. Kittle and Kel- like they should go to Gronk Breach to open it this weekend or whatever it is, right? Like right. they should Short do commercials deal, together. Yeah. I can yeah. see. Remember, like the Bird and Magic Horse games. Like I can see Kelsey and Kittle linking up for like a reality show together. Give me the first TD. Who do you think? Because you got some interesting uh, guys there from the MVP. And in order for that yeah. to happen, and they better yeah. score some touchdowns. Score. So I, I, is is Mostert probably? I think he's a good he's a good first, first TD. TD guy. 
Right. I would like him, and I would like uh, I saw Travis Kelsey would be somewhere I'd look. Uh, oh, interesting enough. Your other guy, Debo Samuel, Kittle, and Kelsey at plus eight hundred for first eight to one. For yeah, first TD score. Yeah, Debo which could again, be like that kind of trick play. Your, yeah. End around. <laughs> yep, yeah, a lot which of ways. And I yeah, like with, um, with uh, Kelsey, they do the shovel pass inside also at the goal yeah. line. A lot yeah. of times they do that shovel pass to Kelsey. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Kelsey is my guy who makes it more than two players with a pass attempt. Ooh, he's going to bring it up. It's going to be... It to something tells me it's going to be Andy Reid. It's just going to be Andy Reid that's going to do something. Yep. yep. And they he'll all, do it first. Yeah, he'll do it first. Might. Shanahan and Kelsey. I mean, and Reid. Then you give them two weeks. <laughs> they're going to get in the lab and they're going to start. They got stuff going on. You know, Andy Reid is drawing on burger napkins right now, being like, ah, I can roll this guy out this way, motion hill this way, have all the flow this way, and you know, and then throw it back to Kelsey or back to Mahomes the other way. I, he's drawing something up right now in Miami Gardens, Joe. There was also a, uh, and this is a good uh, prop that we've hit throughout the year too, is how about a defense or special teams touchdown? A yeah, lot of guys love this prop. And it's always been money, like with teams like New England over the years, you know, because you, you're guaranteeing yourself some sort of something going on there. You got two teams. I mean, certainly we've seen Andy Reid and Kansas City have um, some issues sometimes with uh, with some uh, dealing with special teams, whether it be yeah. punt or be there's been some issues. Um, this is but where the better team comes into play, right? The better team is San Francisco, all three phases. Uh, could I see a defensive touchdown? Hell yes, I could see a defensive touchdown in this game. Yes, by the way, uh, plus 195. That's interesting because you talk about the San Francisco defense as live for that, right? I'll tell you, Joe, Tyree Kill and Miko Hardman as return men for special teams uh, is also that's live. That's the other thing. Yep, yep. Right? And I still think Honey Badger's getting a, a, a pick. I I swear to you, he is the guy is a absolute ball hawk. What I've seen him for the last Take couple Matthew of games. Over Sherman? Matthew over I, Sherman. I think he grabs one before Sherman does. Absolutely. Because right. I could see Mahomes avoiding Sherman. Yes. I thank you. Exactly correct. And I don't know that they'll just keep him on one side. They moved him around for Devontae. You, you said that, yeah. I don't know that they do that though, Joe. I think He's Devontae not Adams was a special Hill. case. I do not see him on Tyreek Hill at all. I don't either because yeah, this neutralizes the kind of mm-hmm. Sherman game. Sherman, yep. like, knows the route tree. Sherman knows all your tendencies. That don't matter if you run right past them, okay? Correct. So, you know, what could be interesting, would you ever try to have Sherman take away t- Kelsey? Yeah, that was the other thing. The um... Sherman inside? In the slot and tight end, keep him, uh, keep him in there, and uh, and uh, take that away. Eliminate Sammy Watkins if you have the chess piece that is Richard Sherman, and you acknowledge that he's not the best matchup with Tyreek Hill anyway, right? I don't care about Sammy Watkins. If yes. I could take away Travis Kelsey with Richard Sherman mm-hmm. and or, have him yeah. follow, that's interesting to me. I don't know if that fits the rest of the scheme of the defense that well. But if, because Sherman usually just stays on the left side and locks it down, but if That's they're perfect. willing to have him travel, I think the answer is Kelsey. I think he's going to be a key to a lot of what goes on here. Because if you've noticed, when they continue to move the chains and move the ball, 
It's those little checkdowns. He gets right in that zone, that soft spot, sits down, and he, the ball is there. And it's, oh, look at that, four yards. Oh, six yards, third and six, first down. He goes seven. There's yep. got to be somebody that, you know, everyone's so worried about going deep, and Kelsey just sits in the middle. Hey, I'm over here. By the way, he has mispractice. He has uh, an illness they're listing. It's, uh, we'll see what uh, what happens with that. Yeah, it could be he's just hung over, too. Yeah, it's... Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Uh, morning after coming your way it is a monster uh, day in uh in the nba including dane right here it's gonna be a little crazy here tonight at miami is the uh the yeah. clippers. uh clippers taking on the heat and of course uh a big uh undercurrent here is how uh really pissed off everyone is that jimmy butler got snubbed on the uh all-star starters and right. rightfully so uh i think but uh also, knowing uh, Jimmy Butler and how he generally acts, he is a guy that um, loves playing. Take his overs today. That loves Take playing his overs it. today. It, um, <laughs> just saying, they're, they're getting two and a half. They are now 20 and one at home, guys, and they are a two and a half point dog here tonight. Oh. So, just saying, just throwing that out there for you that uh, uh, Zion 2 also tonight. We get to see round two there from uh, from Zion. So, we'll see. Uh, how he gets to do, and uh, our boy there, uh, Max Smart, told us uh, tonight he's back in uh, Canisius, and I do believe that we have a little uh, side bet here with Johnny Homer in the pit there. Yeah, we're fading the gales. We're fading the yeah, gales fading. for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're the fading gales. the gales. And I'm the surprised, Joe, your Clippers heat game. Go ahead. Was it was it under in Marist, uh, Marist and uh, Siena, right? That was the other yes, one. It was the under. Uh, was under. It was the under yep. for sure. You know, Joe, I am surprised that Clippers Heat game is the national game, yep. and I was really surprised. Like, why? I thought they'd, uh, I thought they'd flex New Orleans into that spot, Joe. And, well, that's you know, you've got some. Um, it's a bigger market. Two big markets. Yeah. Uh, you know, two big there. markets. But they're gonna get Zion on TV. Don't you yeah. worry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh no, they'll they'll show him. But again, is he gonna play more than twelve minutes? Is he gonna play? How much time are we gonna get from him? He'll have yeah. plenty of time to uh, to dominate that. But uh, yeah, you're gonna have uh, that's an interesting game. Lights are you know two. You're gonna give me two and a half on a team that's twenty and one at home. Um, they've already uh, yeah. okay. All right, I'll take you. it. There's no total not, on FanDuel for that game, Joe. Yeah, no there is some question, uh, still some questionable again. Uh, Kyrie sat, uh, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi sat out. Oh, okay. Last you got to rest him. Well, George, so I think they're waiting to see what Bucket's going to do because it's listed as questionable. So but they're all playing on the national team on a Friday night. They're playing. So, yeah, I'm going to go up and go fix it to the team Miami. Two and a half points. That's good. Back on Monday. Make it rain this weekend, guys.